It's 2021 and shit has already hit the fan. Get ready to hear our plan for the future while we take over the Capitol because you're listening to a kind of garbage flick crunch podcast. Hey, it's a kind of Good day and welcome to a kind of garbage flick crunch podcast. I'm Adam Bishop. I'm Cody Andrews. Cody, we have new series names. So yesterday we launched our patrons or our patrons only episode a day early because we wanted to have our Patreon subscribers know what was happening beforehand before this episode came out. All of our current series are actually now being broken into their own categories. So this episode is Film Crunch, which I think used to be called just Movie Edition. We have our comic book series is now called The Anthology. Our TV series is now called Telesitting, based off of your parents using the TV as a babysitter. Our interview <laughs> series. <laughs> our interview that. series. Oh, it's fucking great because that was my childhood. Our interview series, our first episode was with Bonefist. It's now called Open Mic With. And that's kind of a pun on the Open Mic with Mike Bullard show, which I was a huge fan of when I was, I think, in my teens. And then we actually have a new series coming out, which is going to be co hosted by myself and Dan Collins. Uh, it's another comic book podcast called First in Cameo, and that one is going to be about comic book graded comics. <laughs> it's going to be about graded comic books, and that's where we take a look at a character and talk about the key issues and our objections to them. I think that's a really good idea for a podcast topic because I'm sure somehow I will get roped into doing an episode or like contributing something towards that. That whole side of the comic book industry just frustrates me to no end. So I love the fact that you guys are going to do like a whole podcast just openly discussing like how that whole culture of what is a first appearance and like what's an origin story like you know what i mean yeah even on the cgc youtube channel they they have a video of them grading a comic book and then i made a comment because they talked about hulk 181 in their video saying their first appearance and i was like mm, actually 180 is his first appearance not in cameo and then literally i already had people in the comments yelling at me being like you're not a collector if you don't know that 181 is the first full appearance of wolverine exactly so like and that's what i love is the fact that like you're taking a hobby, which is just reading comics or collecting comics. So you're taking this fun little hobby and then you're adding money to it and like a perspective market where now people have to defend like you're not like now you're not even giving your opinion on something where it's like, well, I always thought Wolverine's first appearance was this because it's actually like the full character and his name and it and uh, he's actually in the issue. But you have people who have invested money in what they think the first appearance is. So then they're like, no, 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 it's this like because it's for Wolverine. He pops up at the very end of 180, right? Yep, he, he pops out. It's his full body. Full. He introduced himself as Wolverine. So that is his first appearance. Yes, but people are like, no, it's 181 because that's the Wolverine. That's the issue where like he actually fights the Hulk. And I, I like I absolutely love the fact that like there's a there's like this huge fight between uh comic book collectors and stuff like that, where it's like, well, what issues actually what is the money? Because that's kind of like the the golden ticket when it comes to comics or like what is, you know, what is like the high dollar issue? And it's and it's for the most part, normally the character's debut issue. 
Yeah, like nobody's going to argue against you that Deadpool's first appearance wasn't in New Mutants number 98, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. But like, because that's his, the first time he's on the cover, the first time he's in the book. But then you have Wolverine and a, like a ton of other characters that people sit there and bicker and fucking complain to each other about. One of the ones that's, uh, you guys should talk about is uh dc last year launched a character uh who's like a sidekick for the joker called punchline and she was supposed to have she's a relatively new character her first appearance issue got delayed so it's shelf date is actually like a week or two after another comic where she's in the background of so and because it's batman and the character is an unapologetic ripoff of Harley Quinn. They launched a character with like goading the fan base already. They basically designed a character to already appease to a character with a fan base. Already the speculation market for like people who wanted to buy her first appearance was very high. And then they dropped the ball on the first appearance. Like I follow some of the DC creators on Twitter, like some of their uh, writing and art staff. It was just comments like people were just writing to them being like, well, what, who, like, who is it? Who, like, who, like, what issue do you recognize as her first appearance? Cause like, I need to buy one of these cause it's an investment piece. And then you just see them oh. be, and it's like, well, if you're going to buy one, just buy them all and buy all the variant covers and 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 the the black and white issue. And, and it was just like, this is fucking insane. Like just watching them drop the ball on it and just showing the dark side of the whole market of like collecting comics and like how greasy they all are. And yeah, I'm I'm totally expecting to get lots of hate mail. And I, I hope so, because that means that lots of people will be listening to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming to just yell at us. And oh, you'll definitely be on um i think that you'll be on for the ravage 2099 episode yes. <laughs> i'm joking i don't think ravage has any notable issues uh no not really i'm sure ravage is you know what i'm genuinely curious to see if we could find something that has the uh information on the print runs for like how many issues were printed how many issues of ravage 2099 number one there are and then how many issues of like ravage Ravage 2099 issue 38 or 37 or whatever the final issue was. Oh my God. It'd be like from millions down to like hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, and that was something that we did. Remember when you were helping me collect those Marvel Akira trades, I ended up buying issue one. I don't think I spent too, too much money on it, but I bought issue one fully thinking like I did it. I found the first issue, the hardest one to find. And then just do, I ended up having to do research on like, why is it so hard to find this book? And it was like issue number one had like a print run of like 350,000 copies. And then issue 42 had a print run of like 30,000 copies. And it's like, there's 10 issue ones for every issue 42. And it was like, holy shit, this is going to be like, this is going to be difficult. I love that the, the way that we ended that collection for you was a guy had the last, like, I think five issues you needed, plus a bunch of random ones you already had. And we messaged someone on eBay, be like, hey, I just want to buy the last few. Can you split it up? And he said, no, but you're more than welcome to bid on them. And then you can sell those issues yourselves. And we're like, okay, so we bid on it and nobody else bid. So yeah. it literally got what the starting bid was and we were just like yes and we eventually sold all of them for you yeah. i remember when i sold like the last five or six 
and I'm like, hey, um, I'm transferring you like so much money. And you're like, why? And I'm like, I sold like your Akira comic sold. He's like, I forgot you had those. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that. I th- I had a lot of fun doing that. That was kind of the start of us being like, hey, do you want to drive to Toronto or do you want to drive to Mississauga and like check out all these weird comic book stores? And I just mm-hmm. had a, I remember just having a ton of fun doing that, but also being incredibly frustrated with like that whole thing. That was kind of my introduction to like the whole first appearance buying graded comics because I had a hard time because I just wanted to buy reader. Uh, what are the, they're called reader copies, right? Yeah. That's like my entire collection. <laughs> Ex- yeah, exactly. Like I remember wanting to buy issues and then I would find them online. And then people would immediately are that people would say like, oh, I'm selling a Akira issue number 12. I, I rate it at a eight, an 8.5. And then someone would say, oh, I, I'm, uh, I'm looking to buy one, but I don't want to buy a CG seed copy. And then the guy goes, it's not a CG seed copy. It's just I'm rating it like it is a CGC copy. And I'm just letting you know it's an 8.5. And then all the, co- as soon as he said that, all the comments underneath were just like, you're not an official CGC appraiser. You have no right advertising using their grading scheme. And it was like, holy shit, like this, like this is a whole thing where like people get upset about this. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So what movies have you watched over, I guess, the last little bit since we've done an episode? Jesus Christ. Uh, let me think. I watched with uh, my girlfriend, Andrea, a movie that it came out recently and it was kind of a controversial movie when it came out. Um, it was called The Hunt. That's the that's the the one that Republicans got mad about. Yes, it was actually a pretty fun kind of dark parody i i'm trying to think now i think it's on a couple streaming services that you can watch or it might be on digital it might be like on demand somewhere i remember it came out there was some controversy around it because the premise to the movie is that like the liberal elite in america are running like basically i i made you watch it but you remember surviving the game Mm mm-hmm it's basically like it's just surviving the game. It's like, what if there was like a group of elites that were like tracking down poor people and then hunting them for sport? It was fun. Like it it had this whole it did like this kind of whole uh, setup for most of the jokes. Um, there's there's only a handful of like main actors in the movie. A lot of the bigger actors in the movie only show up as like bit parts. But the way that it works is like the the, the main um, actress in the movie, her character is like running through the woods and she keeps encountering like her fellow, I guess, prey, like people being hunted. And they're all like Republicans, like they're all like uh, red state Americans. But whenever the characters introduced, they're always introduced as like a nice, likable character. And then within five minutes of them being introduced, then you kind of get to know them. And then it just is like, oh, surprise, this is why they're being hunted. And then the character ends up being like having something with them where like they're a racist or they don't they're a conspiracy theory person. Like they don't believe the moon landing happened or they think Obama's like a lizard person. And you're just like, okay, (laughs) I I, I get why they're being hunted. But it was it was fun. Like it, it was 
like a dark parody, but it had lots of great little uh, action sets and it had like had like it had a lot of neat ideas and it did them without wasting a lot it didn't spend the entire movie on like one concept it kind of jumped around with lots of neat little parodies i'll have to actually check that one out i i would recommend watching it it was fun so for myself, I know I sent you a text message when I was watching with my girlfriend, Danielle. I'm like, Cody, guess what I'm watching? And I sent you just the Canon logo and you're like, oh, oh, which one? And I yes. send you a picture of Charles Bronson sitting in the bus. You're like, Death Wish. And it was Death Wish 3. Mm-hmm. And oh, like I've never actually seen any of the Death Wish movies. And it was so much fun. The plot like is there like hanging by like a thread. And either, even after the movie, I'm like, what was this about? And my girlfriend's like, oh, it's just about him killing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm like Death Wish one, his daughter gets raped. Yeah, and she goes crazy. And yeah, and then Death Wish two is his daughter gets raped. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, it it does end up kind of like uh that movie series like literally comes up with like excuses to justify like why this guy is murdering everyone. And it's pretty funny. I think it's Death Wish 4. He's like doing it to save a neighborhood. And it's like, don't try oh, to. That's the third one. Oh, that's the is... one that I watched. Yeah. It's like yep. trying to justify why he's going on a mass murder spree. And it's like, don't justify this. He's a fucking murderer. He's a serial killer. My favorite um, part of that movie still when he like puts his car out of his bait and the guys are like, like taking the car bar. He's like, what's wrong with the car? They're like, we're stealing it. Beat it. So what's it to you? And then he goes, well, it's my car. And he pulls out his gun, just shoots both of them. Then walks back to have dinner. Yeah. Right after we watched that movie, we had a double a double header movie night, and you won't even guess the second movie we watched. What was the second one? Um, I'm assuming if you picked Death Wish, did Danny pick the other movie? No, I picked the other movie as well. Oh, so you just so you're telling me you tortured your girlfriend one night? Yeah, I went from Death Wish three to. Ernest goes to jail. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and she said Ernest goes to jail was the better movie. <laughs> yeah, I could see I could see that. It's such a cartoon. I haven't seen it in years, but yeah, it, it is just a full-blown cartoon. Well, you you came over that one time and we found out that a bunch of the Ernest movies were on Amazon. Oh, I think like almost every single one except for Scared Stupid was the yeah. only one we didn't see there. But I had no like what I, I guess I was just like too stupid as a kid. But watching those movies, I had no idea that like they're not real movies. Like they're <laughs> they're fucking cartoons. You're absolutely right. Like I remember seeing actors in the movie and being like well they have to be real actors right like i'm assuming if they're earnest is a movie so i'm assuming if they're in earnest they're in other if they're in an earnest movie they're in other movies and then you look up these people on imdb and it's just like no they they're in earnest that's it my favorite of his movies is still earnest saves christmas that's one of my all-time favorites (laughs) i don't know maybe (laughs) i don't know it's it's so hard because it's like all of the movies have a distinct theme and flavor to them where it's like Ernest saves Christmas, Ernest, uh, Ernest Halloween, Ernest goes to camp, Ernest goes to jail, Ernest goes to the army, Ernest goes to Africa. Um, does he put on brown face? Of course he does. Of course he does. But they all have like their distinct thing. But if you were to say to me right now, like, tell me a bit from Ernest, I would tell you. Or if you sorry, if you told me a bit from an Ernest movie, I could not tell you what movie it's from. Like they, they all bleed into one another, like in my brain, like it's just one, it's just one movie. Um, we did watch one more movie 
that I can remember anyways. Um, I recently got the David Cronenberg crash on Blu-ray. I yes. haven't watched the Blu-ray yet, but um, we did watch another David Cronenberg movie, which was... It was fun, but it felt short, even though it was an hour and a half. Uh, what one? It was Existence. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, uh, Sarah Pauly's in it. Yeah. And yeah, just like, yeah, Sarah Pauly's in the suite. And we're sitting there watching it. And it, I think it came out the same year as The Matrix. But there's lots of like Matrix feeling in it like oh and inception because they're in a video game and i think they go in a video game in a video game as well at one point but yeah that movie well the 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 premise to existence is that there's a controversial video it's it's a i don't even think it calls it a video game but it's a video game and it's like it's like this weird biomechanical system you hook up to your your like nervous system and it lets you play in like a shared world so it's like a dream world with other players and then the end of the movie is you find out because like the, in the movie, they keep playing the system. And then at the end of the movie, you find out that like they like the entire movie was the game. Like they were playing a game the whole time. That's such a good movie. I, I, I remember watching that movie and just being so weirded out by it. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah, Danielle did. She doesn't like the body horror movies. So there's lots of her going, ew, like when uh, Jude Law is like sticking his tongue in the girl's porthole. And you're like, why? Yeah, it's He's so like, I, I don't know why I did that. Yeah, like the whole it's the video game system. It's like a video game console, but the console is grown. So the console has a nervous system. And then it's like you hook up to its nervous like it looks like this weird fleshy animal that plugs into like and you have to have a port and the port is you're right like it's kind of like from the Matrix where it's like uh, you have these like plugs in your body that like stuff can hook like uh, cords and stuff can hook into and it yeah it's it's great body horror it's it's really good. I think we should do another battle episode. Four movies at once? Maybe not four movies, but I think we should do like some sort of head to head. And I had some ideas. So I think we could either do like a head to head creature movie where it's like what animals the deadliest or we could do like Mm -hmm. a head to head twin movie. So it's like we could do Deep Impact versus Armageddon and like which. Oh, yeah. Like which one's better? Andrea's just shaking her head like why um I'm trying to think of two um the the easy picks would be like ant bully versus bugs life but I wouldn't want to do like cartoon ones if you type in twin they're called twin films if you look them up there's so fucking many Adam can we do transformers versus transmorphers yeah if you want (laughs) but it like these are movies that are like almost the same that came out like the same year in theaters like these aren't like knockoff movies yeah yeah the the prestige and the illusionist like oh i i've seen both of those the illusionist is so lame exactly but like both of those movies came out like both of those movies are (laughs) came out like around the same time and they're both like the most niche movie themes where it's just like how the like like you obviously came out with these movies to compete with one another it's just so funny all right, well, you can find this podcast series and so many more at a kindofgarbage.com, where you can also email us. 
by using the contact form on the main page of the website, or you can just email directly at a kind of garbage at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter and Instagram, both at a kind of garbage, as well as Facebook at a kind of garbage pod. And don't forget to visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash a kind of garbage, where you can become a Patreon member at the looks like I'm on top tier and receive a bonus podcast every other Friday. For myself, you can find me on Twitter at Presto Adam and on the Hey Kids Comics radio show Friday nights at 8 p.m. on Trent Radio 92.7 CFFFFM. Where can our fine listeners find you? You can follow me at my Twitter, which is at a synced word or just it's under my name. So just search Cody Andrews. And then I'll also respond to basically anything that gets posted on the Kind of Garbage podcast Twitter as well. With that, I'm Adam Bishop. And I'm Cody Andrews. And we'll see you next week for... We'll be watching Kings and then... And then it'll be Johnny Mnemonic the following week after Kings. Yes.